0: The final furlong podcast is brought to you in association with attheraces.com the ultimate resource for racing fans Thanks for downloading the final furlong podcast
1: final hangover podcast more, more like.
0: Fresh off the gravy train it's Emmerich Kennedy in studio with my good friend and at pundit Mr. Kevin Blake
1: And I'm fine by the way I drove home last night Yes uh,
0: and really, he really, what he really, means by that really, is he really drunk. What he means by that is he did not consume alcohol at all uh, <laughs> Please be responsible Seriously And another person who was with us at the Dublin Racing Festival and had a great time as a social butterfly, Vanessa Ryle. Hello. I should have given you your proper introduction. Host of the Bloodstock Show, Vanessa Ryle. Or First
2: Lady of the Podcast, whichever you shall prefer. First, first Lady but of the yeah. Final
0: Four Podcast will do as well, yeah.
1: Host of the horse Stock Show. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Elle Vanessa's voice is the is the worst for wear. We have to say.
0: Yeah, it, it's amazing. I can,
2: can I just point out that it is not through partying? Like this is not a voice that has seen a big night out or a mm-hmm. big weekend. Mm-hmm. It is more a voice that um, you know uh, talked a lot right. over the last forty eight hours.
1: Right. You had a quiet night on Saturday night, so.
2: Uh, yeah. See, so the silence says
1: it all. Here's the thing, Vanessa. <laughs> there no, is. I
2: did. To be fair. I did. I. I. I didn't take all four wheels off and sort of freewheel into bankruptcy and depression. Instead, I just took, like, maybe two wheels off and had a good time rather than all four. How yeah. would you freewheel
1: if, you, if all the wheels were gone? Uh,
0: that's a very good question. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if Vanessa's <laughs> going to make much sense on this podcast. Also, Vanessa, <laughs> there is photographic evidence of you having an absolute whale of a time, so don't be coming on this of show and Of course there life.
1: is, because you took 10 million photos and put them all yeah, on social I,
2: media. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Is, is there... Is there anyone at Leopard's Hunt you didn't take a photo with yesterday?
0: I tell you what, and and I genuinely mean this, and it can sound (laughs) contrived, it's not at all. The amount of people that we met yesterday who were podcast listeners, it was so great to meet all of you. If I mention everybody, we will be here all day. But first of all, it was so great to meet you all, and thank you so much for all the kind words you said to us. Rob became Vanessa, producer D, and uh, my personal photographer. Uh, (laughs) So, cheers for that, Rob. Um, Much, much love. Kennedy's
1: camera is a class act. (laughs) Play the Stormer.
0: The amount of tweets I got about that as well, by the way. Class (laughs) act. Anyway. It's
1: funny because it's so, so true. It's
0: so, so true. It's (laughs) so, so true. Uh, Anyway, look, shall we talk about racing? Will Will we do that? We not talk about
1: not, not like anything really happened at the weekend, is it? it yeah. Just one of those quiet, nondescript sort of weekends, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: that? just a quiet <laughs> weekend's racing. Hats off to Leopardstown. They took away a day, so they've, they've lost a day, but they've created a fantastic racing festival, and the atmosphere was just electric and brilliant. I was watching you and Gary on Saturday. Obviously couldn't see you yesterday because, you know, hanging out with Producer D for the day and Vanessa Royle. But it was brilliant coverage, and Leopardstown, everybody who was working there, did a fantastic job uh, behind the scenes. It was absolutely terrific.
1: That was great. You know, Leopardstown did a great job with it. But, you know, Irish racing as a whole, because, you know, we it frustrates the life out of me. And I, I, I you probably would have, many of the people listening to this probably will have read my, my column by the time this is released. It's going out to this evening on Monday. Um, like Irish racing fr- can frustrate the life out of you because it's quite mm-hmm. factional and there's a lot of self-interest. But on occasion, everybody comes together it, for the greater good, and you know we've seen it in recent years. with Irish Champions Weekend, we we saw it again here. You know this was created. It, it seemed to make a lot of sense. It seemed to be a very strong concept. But people still have to support it, and the likes of William Mullins, Gordon Elliott, um, really fired a lot of ammunition at it, and the people responded. The, the real race goers, passionate racing supporters came out in their droves it was so nice to meet so many people from England um, there was a, a huge...
0: Conti- Ian Sears, who's been listening to the podcast since day one.
1: Deli- I've, I've been um, corresponding with Ian online through, what a gent. through different forums and everything for a long, long time. My first time to meet him. Um, I knew before I met him he was a gent, and great class. to meet him and shake his He's hand. He's a class act. And have a chat, an absolute class act. Class act. Uh, but the amount of people, like Wales, Scotland... Northern um, Ireland. Northern Ireland, the Dairy Boys. The Derry Boys were there. Yeah. Um, it was it was just great, you know, and people coming up saying nice things, and it was just, there was a great feel to it, and I mm. probably came across as a bit of a fanboy now in ATR for the two days by just constantly referencing the atmosphere and the vibe, and just the, the feel-good factor about the whole thing, but it, it really was palpable, like you could yeah. really feel it, and that that's rare.
0: It's rare, and it's also rare because this is the first time this festival has taken place. Like, the, the races are prestigious, and they're long standing, But it's the first time that they've brought this all together. And this can often take time to work out. They nailed it. The Absolutely. From, from the PR team, Blue Monkey, to uh, everybody behind the scenes, like, the staff were all Fantastic! Everybody just put on a brilliant show. I really enjoyed it. Oh
1: look, there, there's definite scope for improvement because there always is, no matter how good yeah. something is. And I'm, I'm sure there might be a couple of tweaks to the program next year. I would hope. Um, uh, Ted Walsh mentioned that actually on the on the festival focus, which I, I'd advise you chase up if you didn't watch it. That was absolutely spectacular. And uh, prob- as much fun as I've had on a, on a television program. Did in a he destroy
0: <laughs> Matt Chapman on live television?
1: Himself and Chapman went blow for blow um, over the course of the show. Did he destroy and, him? Uh, Chapman was, was on the ropes and, and reeling by the end of it.
0: Because I, I met him. <laughs> I met Gary and, and Matt. They were the first two people I met when I was coming in. And Gary was in great form. And Matt just looked like a broken man.
1: <laughs> it was uh, uncomfortable television at times, though, I won't lie, but it was very, very entertaining. The,
0: the same match happened, <laughs> did some brilliant interviews uh, with us. I'm now getting. This is uh, John G's second time to make an appearance in the final forum podcast. The phone's on Do Not Disturb, so I've absolutely no idea how he is managing to get through <laughs> to me. Um, but John G was there as well and had a great time. But uh yeah, 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 j- just, j- just, just finish just thought. to
1: finish my point there that they might make some adjustments. They could they could shorten up the uh, the 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 longer novice hurdle, maybe the two mile four that might get, get an even better feel for that. Good point. Um, and there's just a couple of other little things they could tweak with, I think. But we we'll leave that to them. There, there's a good programming committee there, and they'll mm. they will have seen the evidence of what happened over the last weekend and and make some changes. And I'm sure Leopardstown will make a few adjustments as well. But look, a fantastic fantastic start it felt great hmm. uh, I've never in my life at an Irish race meeting seen people 10 deep around the parade ring for a handicap hurdle that was the first race Amazing. of the day like there was yesterday which was actually yeah. the, 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 the officially a smaller crowd of the, two, of the two days but you wouldn't have known it um, I, ke- I, w- I was on repeat for the whole weekend I could not give a flying fiddlers about what, what numbers of people were, were, were apparently there and um, for me it's about the feel of the thing and Sunday fel- felt like a fantastic day hmm. I, you know, I, I, I couldn't care less if there's a couple of more thousand people in a hospitality tent somewhere on the track. Could care less. Yep. For me, it's about what uh, happens in front of the stands and behind the stands around the parade ring. That's, that's what I really matters. You.
0: Yeah. But uh, but it really was great to see so many British people make the journey over. Because it's, it's, it ain't cheap.
1: And it surprised me. Because, you know, the type of guy that's going to come to something like this is, is a passionate racing fan. And, you, you know, five weeks to go to Cheltenham, I, you know, in my own mind, I'm thinking, God, you know, fellas will... Not everyone has a heap of money to be thrown at these things. I'd imagine a lot of them would be, really will, will be keeping their powder dry for Cheltenham, but they really turned out in number. It was fantastic to see. It really, really was.
0: Yeah, and uh, I I really, like, the amount of people who were coming up to Producer D, and giving her all the credit for all the hard work that she does <laughs> on the show, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to oh Vanessa, oh uh, people looking for selfies with Vanessa, uh, and, and just coming up to us and saying really nice things. Thank you all so much. Um, I, I genuinely mean it. It's, it's it's lovely to meet you it's it's great to be able to meet people that were were uh, hopefully I, kin- I kind of feel like this is we're all hanging out together and it was it was nice to to get to actually meet you on the day it was um, i loved it i really did i thought it was a brilliant day uh, great concept and if you didn't make it this year go next year it's just terrific uh, there was no shortage of drama in the Irish Gold cup which i think <laughs> is the race we're going to start with for obvious reasons first of all I want Vanessa. You have to get access to the footage of Kevin behind the scenes. Uh, I
2: know. I the producer was in today, and I said to him, "Did Kevin go mental with dwarf winning?" Because obviously, for those of you who wouldn't like, obviously the camera is constantly on Gary, Kevin and um, well, whoever else is up there and they watch the racing from the screen in front of them. So their reaction can be recorded or clipped up, but it's not normally. So that's why. like some footage of Trappy O'Ryan going mental sometimes <laughs> when he's back to winner. Yeah. Um. But it's very rare we would have any of Kevin doing that because, of course, he's emotionally inept, as we all know on this podcast. <laughs> so, uh, But since he's had a little bit more involvement in a semi-successful yard these days... It's semi-successful. Uh, yeah, we sent, We sent, <laughs> Everything. So Melbourne Cup winning, dual grade one winning trainer. But anyway, um, he
0: could he could go far. That kid. I'd keep an eye on him. He might, he might have a big future.
2: We have the footage of Kevin celebrating Edwulf, and he looked at me and said, "No, he didn't clip it up.
0: <laughs> <I> oh
2: <don't laughs> no."
1: They 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 could <laughs> never they could never show it, because to be honest, there was there was a massive. F bomb unleashed <laughs> and it wow. closed Just because you never at do that. Stage, at
2: what stage was the F bomb released? It
1: was about halfway up the run in, I think, because I, I was obviously watching the horse the whole way and um, swinging after the second last. Fitzy goes. You said Wolf was run away. He, he Fitzie he really is, and he <laughs> he obviously then killed Went and like. We'll, we'll talk about the race in more detail yeah. in a minute but halfway up the run in and, and he starts to get up ahead of steam i just goes La, he's gonna win <laughs> 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 and i get down in my heart i think i'm I think I'm whipping myself with my clipboard i'm like come on, come on. Oh, giving oh. yourself an old crack of the shillelagh and then for a brief minute watching the back I, I don't know but in in the moment for a minute i thought uh, outlander was coming back
0: I was yeah gonna, it did look like
1: gonna, that Ooh! Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I wouldn't look forward to seeing it now because uh, it's not something I normally do.
0: Well, the... Um,
1: <laughs> it, was, it was some buzzed.
0: The Jesus. hilarious thing is I was obviously watching Jackadam the whole way through the race <laughs> for, for obvious financial reasons. Uh, and to be fair, he's run a fine race, but he's ended up being beaten by 10 lengths. I, re- I will keep the faith with Jackadam.
1: Some hunter-chaser next season.
0: He'll be an amazing hunter-chaser. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I had the privilege of watching the race um, up on the balcony with Miss Vanessa Ryle, who said... Oh, Annabelle Fly! It was so obvious. Why didn't we back? <laughs> 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 but the thing is, we were both in <laughs> shock because Kiltovic took a mother and a father of, of a fall, and um, poor old uh, poor old Annabelle Fly, uh, who we both uh, we were kind of going, oh my God, my goodness, that's uh, that's quite amazing. Um, we just couldn't hear Desi. We just couldn't hear him. I think but we yeah. were just so lost in the moment, and they both took horrific falls, and the reaction from the crowd. And th- I thought. Klodzvik's done there. Um, yeah, it, took him, it took him a little while to get up, there oh I was Oh, f- I was so worried about him. And, um, you know, when you see that on track and you're there in the moment and you're, you're watching, like, a fantastic performance from, from Eddow, who we'll go into in more detail because there's a remarkable story about him, which Kevin can allude to. Um, but, like, Vanessa and I were just standing there just really down, and all of a sudden he pops up and the whole place erupts into celebration. And it was just really great to see him up on his feet and Annabelle Fly up on their feet and happy and healthy and was lovely good to go again. was lovely. It's the
1: same thing that happened the day before. Good God, I can't. What was the horse? Um, I can't remember off the top of my head, but there was another one that a horse went down um, at the last and w- was down for a little while. And I, I, did, I didn't witness it myself because we were obviously at the back, but a mm. few people said it to me later in the day. And I said, quite literally, one of the biggest cheers of the day they heard was when this horse jumped Brilliant. up.
0: It was the same with Klotevic, Vanessa, wasn't it? It was a great reaction.
2: Yeah, it was. We were like, because after we realized it, after we realized the actual result, obviously <laughs> then it was like, Jesus side is amazing, Outlander ran great, down, we love him. And then you look back down the track, and it's just, it takes so much away from the race yeah. if you think or worry or end up knowing that any of them, whether they're 100 to one shot or the favorite, for me, it doesn't matter. It just yeah. takes a huge amount away well from the race. And then the moment he got up, it was just like, Jesus, we can really enjoy this now. You yeah. sound like go through the whole roller coaster of emotions.
0: You could, well, you I could feel, yeah, you yeah, could feel the relief. Too. You could just feel yeah, the relief. Yeah, you can. Um, it was and, amazing.
2: Um, yeah, it was great. And that so was
1: Some great. people don't get that, and some people take the piss. Oh, but you know, what do you have? You know, you're you're not connected with that horse. You know, how would you, you? Don't 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 give us your fake grief. Nonsense. Like, but yeah, th- that annoys me a bit really because like, I think anyone that. Look, and some people just haven't haven't dealt with horses, and, you know, that's fine. But I think anyone that, that's dealt with horses or has been involved in any sort of a level with a horse c- will have empathy with what's, what those that are involved with a particular horse, with the likes of Kilultivik or whatever it be, that, with, with the sadness that they feel when, mm. some you know, yeah. if, if the horse was lost, what have you. And, of course, we lost the Apache Stronghold yesterday, yeah, was um, which was really upsetting because we thought he was fine. He jumped up okay, um, and he went home, and he, he was hemorrhaging. Um, internally, and and he had to be put down, and that's horrendous. But he, like, look, I I've I've never gone near Apache stronghold in my life. I I don't know his owners. I don't uh, you know. I have no connection with him. But you you know that the people around him, you're know, being having had those feelings yourself for horses in the past, I can only imagine how it would feel to have a horse that brings you to places like that and gives you all those happy experiences yeah. in your life to lose them. It's a rotten feeling. It's terrible. And um, you, you don't want anyone to have those type well, of feelings. And also, God, if, you, if, I think you, if you have any sort of capacity for empathy at all, mm. you'll um you you'll, you'll understand that. But look, some people don't get it. and you, I, 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 I feel sorry for those people, to be honest, because, th- yeah, there you go.
0: No, I, th- I think that's also all Gregor said. Also,
2: people... Like, you know, no no nobody just to state the obvious, no one goes racing to see a horse injured or at worst not not get up from a fall so i think like if you don't have a bit of empathy for those moments and there is like who wants to see an animal suffer anyway you know there's a slight sense of jesus what's wrong with it like because you know they're an animal Uh, you don't want to see anything suffer
0: but also like the great thing about horse racing is that it's horses you know this this isn't formula one where it's an engine in a high-tech car uh this is these are animals, they're, they're horses, and, and in particularly in national hunt racing, I'm not taking anything away from, fl- from the flat, we get to know these horses so well, like we're seeing them on, on TV every weekend, and you just, you do build up a rapport. Um, uh, you know, I, I mean, I was gutted when, when Moscow Flyer passed away, I really was, and I met um, Graham Wiley yesterday, and he's still, he is still gutted about Nichols Canyon, and and why wouldn't he be? He was whatever his standard was, but he was an absolute legend of a racehorse for him. He gave him some fantastic days. And the poor groom, uh, the lass, who tweeted out that how much she was gonna miss him. Like, these people get to work with these horses every day. I was talking to Danny Mullins about the fact that, uh, you know, horses are, each one has their own personality, and there are some people who don't get that, but they're, u- they're unique creatures, and, and, uh, and some of them can be really lovely, and some of them can be right gits, uh, the same as people. And, um, yeah, I, I would just feel sorry for anybody who can't sh- have that reaction. But it was, r- it was great to see Kilotovic and Annabelle Fly get up. Um, really sorry for the connections of Apache Stronghold. Should we talk about the race? Absolutely. Will we do that? Absolutely. So, Kilotovic was going to win.
1: Now, you say that. Watch the race again at the cold light of day. And uh, he may well have won. But what I will say, and uh, people will say, oh, of course you'd say that. You watch that race again. Ed Wolf is going just as well as Kololtovic. Mm, just as that's well. True. He's two lengths behind them. Derek has not asked for any sort of effort. He's only been niggled along to make smooth headway, uh, just as Kololtovic was. And that race was, was far from a, a foregone conclusion. Uh, Outlander has galloped to the line. Ed Wolf has galloped to the line. Kololtovic, he'd only won previous start over three miles over hurdles. He His stamina is not guaranteed. And I wouldn't like to assume he would have won.
0: He did win the... the Three mile grade one over hurdles at Punchestown, at Punchestown. yeah,
1: he beat Thistlecrack. Yeah, but three miles around Punchestown over hurdles is a far cry That's from yeah. from Leopardstown. That's a good ship. In uh, in an Irish Gold Cup, but I, w- I wouldn't like to assume it would. It that he would have definitely look. He he would have been fav if you priced it up at w- two strides away from the last. He would have yeah. been fav. But I but wouldn't t- have been lumping on.
0: <laughs> to be fair, Edwolf and Outlander both did stay on really terrifically well.
1: They did, and Outlander, like to be fair to him. He's a very odd type of horse, everywhere away from Leopardstown, but he at Leopardstown, Leopardstown, he is very consistent. Yeah. Like I'd be adamant, he ran to 165, maybe more. Mm-hmm. Would, you know, so I it it would have re- it would have required very much a career best effort from Claude De to beat Outlander. And Ed Wolf has projected. I think Ed Wolf's gone up 12 pounds this morning for that. You know, he obviously took a huge step forward. But look, it's the story of the race, but look, it's been it's been well covered and thankfully well covered since the race. Because a, an awful lot of people wouldn't have been aware of the, the full details Just of this. Just before you
0: say this, and, and you do the sound effects, because I'm going to do a plug. Ching-ching? Yeah. So I, I did the Talk Sport 2 <laughs> breakfast show <sighs> on Saturday morning. And the reason I'm mentioning this is because Lee McKenzie highlighted Edwolf, And he was talking about the fact that this is an amazing story. This horse was effectively dead. And now he's running in a grade one at Leopardstown. And what a story it would be if he won. Nice. He's the only pundit that I know of that flagged him up uh, for the race. And I hats off, Lee. It was a fantastic call. Um, but So the story is, he took a horrendous fall at Cheltenham. No,
1: it wasn't a fall. Like I only watched it again for the first time in ages this morning. He, he came there like he was going to win two out. He, ju- he jumped two out. He pecked. And he looked like Tiger Roll was getting the best of him. And just a stride or two before the last, something kind of happens. And he jumps it. But after the last, he starts... Did he wobble? It, it's like he's climbing yeah he's, his, his action gets very high and it just looks very odd like like almost like he's broken down but it doesn't look like he's broke like, it was strange yeah. and he came to a stop and um, he was and if you read the article and I must clarify as well I posted a link to this article um, on a website and I was I was it, it was my mistake. this article was originally done by uh, Mark Suster in in, in The Times and uh i didn't read it at the time it came out there the week after cheltenham last year and um i didn't see it at the time and i found it randomly on this website there before christmas and and i was doing a google image search looking for a picture of ed wolf and i ended up on this site and i read this article that i never read before and i just thought it was unbelievable and i kept it saved in my bookmarks and of course when this happened yesterday i i posted it and i only became aware this morning that you know (laughs) <laughs> you know, Whoops. this is this is Mark Suster's article, and this w- it wasn't attributed to him at all in in the the link I posted. So okay. I felt I felt terrible for that because I I hate when that happens. You know, I, I get very annoyed when people take stuff out of my pieces and, and don't, uh, don't
0: give credit. And don't give credit you for it, yeah. So, um, I mean, look, if someone's put in a huge amount of work, like it takes a lot of work to write an article. And, so. it's, and it's a
1: fabulous piece. Yeah. And it, you know, so oh, it's
0: it's a great piece.
1: So full credit to Mark. I, I tweeted about it, and I, I apologized to him uh, so, privately so, so as, you've, as well so as you've, publicly. So you've done that, right? I felt terrible Let's
0: actually that. get to the story of it. He was effectively dead.
1: Look, the issue was... It wasn't really a mechanical thing it was a neurological thing he he tried so hard that basically he didn't have enough oxygen to feed his brain and his body started to shut down and he went he went down and he started to to have a fit and he started convulsing and you know if a horse is down on its side for for 10 or 15 minutes they're usually a goner and he was down for i think 40 minutes and um they 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 pulled him off the track, they put him on a on a on a on a rubber sheet and, and, and pulled him off the track and he eventually got up and he was wobbly I think, for another half an hour and they got him in the horse ambulance and brought him away and when they got him back to the vets um to the vets in England, um they thought he was blind. They thought he was blind, he was he was looking for food and he couldn't find any food ah, and he just the poor th- thing. he wasn't reacting like he should have been reacting and they they thought he was just he he was absolutely goose basically but over the, the following days he just got better and better and he was good enough to go home and he went back to Martinstown and they did all they could with him there and um, he eventually went back to Joseph's just as a sort of a right let's just get him get him back into the routine and see what he's like and they took it day by day and you know but just there leading up to Christmas we we started talking about him he's like Edwolf you know I think he went off to a schooling race and he was happy with him there and and to be fair to Joseph like you know my instinct with this type of thing would be to start him off small and you know, try and ease him back into it in terms of races, and he's like, I, I, would really like to run him in the the Leopardstown Christmas Chase. Um, I'd really like to run him there, and he ran there, and, and if you watch it back, he ran well for an awful long way, but of course, I think anyone would, would understand in the circumstances. You know, Derek was told, you know, do your best, but if he if he gets tired or, if, he, or if you or if you feel anything Project at all, yeah. look after him, and that's what happened. He he ran well to a point, and as soon as he got a little bit tired, he pulled him up um and sure look the hope and again joseph retained the faith he said look we again we had an option of going for a smaller race and he said no I I'd really like to go for the for the gold cup the Irish gold cup and just in um,
0: case you don't know whether Kevin is is Joseph Ryan's race planner which is why they'd be communicating so much about targets
1: um,
2: and, um, and, all, and, all, and all Kevin said so far is that he wanted the horse somewhere else yes. and Joseph was right and basically.
0: he was wrong
1: oh absolutely <laughs> and uh, that's that's kind of the way the relationship works to be honest because I'm uh, very cautious by nature with all these things I'd always be shooting as low as possible whereas Joseph is a bit more aggressive and uh, we often meet in the middle but you know um, that's kind of the way it works But the he, fact
0: that you didn't mention him on Friday's show and I'm not having a go at you here is 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 really an indication of the fact that you, you didn't fancy him at all
1: oh wasn't that if you'd asked me about him I would have said look if you look back at his last run he actually ran quite well for a long way and I'd be very hopeful he'd show quite a bit more here I, I certainly didn't back him I certainly didn't tell anyone to back him and that's not me being being coy Mm -hmm. Um, I just think that given the circumstances of what he went through, he was doing everything right at home. But again, at the end of the day, he didn't come under pressure in his comeback run. And you just don't know how he's going to react when he comes under pressure. And you'll notice if you watch back the race, Derek gave him a very sympathetic ride the whole way.
0: He's a brilliant jockey. Oh, it's fabulous. Absolutely phenomenal. And
1: the horse was so sparky. Like he really traveled. And at one stage, he was kind of jumping his way into the race and Derek took him right back again, Mm. you know, and he really nursed him into the race. And, looked after him until, you know, he found himself so 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 in the race at two at after two out. That, you know, he obviously had to go for it at that point. Um, but it was just incredible to watch and, you know, I couldn't have seen him winning it. I don't think anyone um involved could have seen could have predicted he'd win. I, I believe a few fellas might have backed him each way at a wild price. Well done to them. In the hope that he he'd run alright. But after the race was just phenomenal, like 'cause you're dealing with uh w- With a really professional team here, Joseph is only twenty-four, but he's he's seen it all and and, and done so much already yeah. at this age, and he's a very he's a very level character, and to see him after the race, the eyes were dancing out of his head. He was bouncing. He was so excited and yeah. s- and surprised and shocked and, uh, uh, you know, meeting some of the lads that work for him around the parade ring there, Mark and a few of the lads that. And the girls as well. And you could just tell everyone was just that. You watch the reaction later ATR, The staff running up to the horse and that the, the, that were leading them up and everything. It was you, great to see. You could just tell like it's it, it was just one of those. It was just one of those.
0: When we got back, when Vanessa and I came back from the stand and and met up with Dee, Dee was was bouncing. You know, it was just there was a fantastic atmosphere. It was just brilliant to see.
1: Uh, it's just it's it's and I think it's fair to say now anyone that would have seen the interview with JP, they've never quite seen JP talk like that.
2: Ah. Uh, I came into work this morning and uh like always try get my you know, try watch the interviews back from the weekend and obviously the first one you go to is the big race. I click play on this JP McManus interview and it's clipped out of J McManus and it says duration six and a half minutes. I was like <laughs> <laughs> they must they must you know, sometimes they clip things up long so there's just nothing at the start and nothing at the end six and a half minutes and i know it doesn't sound like a lot but trust me when i say like you don't often get six and a half minutes of jp talking no. as fluently as that i mean even when he's been interviewed on terrestrial british terrestrial channels like channel 4 racing and now itv they're always delighted to get a line from him but it is just a line <laughs> and he's very coy and yeah. it is just a line if we're being honest like however much we love that team it's true whereas this obvious, this win, I don't think it's got anything to do with Chapman, of all people doing the interview. No offense, Chappers, But I think it's probably got more to do with the moment that he was in right there yeah. and then. I think, I don't know JP McManus, obviously, but I presume that that was what it sort of ignited such a great interview. But it's just class the way he's talking about the horse and the way he talks about how they never expected him to even run in such a big race after all the stuff Kevin's just spoken about and how it's just a bonus to get here and how he just wanted to save him at Cheltenham and give him the best life he could. I mean, honestly, you watch that and you just think, how can he not love this sport? Yeah. How- not love it after the, that. 45 minutes sort of from the race, and then for a half an hour after the race, I just, it's just magic. I love things like that. But and that it, interview with JP was class.
0: It, it literally was a race that had everything. You know, you had so, you, so had the, drama, you had so much drama. You had the trauma of of Annabelle Fly and Kiloltsavik. You, the fact that Kiloltsavik looked as though I still think he might have won it. I get, take your point. Watch what they get after but, we finish. But he is he is cruising when he takes that horrible fall. Um, Jack Adam, I thought, ran a super race. He did, he did. And Patrick gave him a fantastic ride. Um, and that's Jack Adam. I think we just have to accept that that's, that's what he is now. Um, but, he, but he's run fine. Uh, stories of the race. Let's deal with some of the beaten horses. This was our Duke's comeback. I suspect there's a few head scratching going on in, in Harrington Yard. I
1: don't think so. You know, I, I don't know if this horse jumps well enough to be a Gold Cup horse. Okay. I think you know. D- can you
0: clarify that? Because how does he win a Grand National then?
1: But he won an Irish National, where they're going against a field of experienced handicappers. They're going a slightly slower pace. He seemed to put it all together there, but he's had issue. He had issues earlier on in his novice year, where mm. it's not that he's a bad jumper, but he just, I think he's a horse that you have, to, you might have to be just really aggressive with going but into his fences. Is it
0: like an awkward technique?
1: he just I think if and Robbie to be fair now fired him into a few but I nearly think he's a horse you have to fire them all because if you give him any sort of let up at all he, he seems inclined to to, sl- to steady into them and, uh, and sort of show jump them mm. um, and he did that a few times and there were two out it wasn't so much that he made a mistake he just slipped on landing a little bit yeah, um, and he, I don't think he'll be able to get away with that at Cheltenham I think they're, they're going to have to be really aggressive with him and um, look he obviously stays really well but you know we talked about it in the build-up to the race. You know, winning an Irish National over three mile five is not the same as as competing in in an Irish Gold Cup. They're a, a very different profile of race, and um, the National maybe just suited him really well in that in that regard. Hmm. And his jumping wasn't really pressured, and those any quite slightly slow jumps wouldn't be punished as heavily as they were the other day. De- uh, um, the other day, you know, so that's my concern with him. Like I thought he ran very well, um, considering. Did you? I think he did well. He was running the stormer until until that mistake. It's um, you know, defen- been a long way, Kev. But essentially, that was race over, and he's beaten 50, 16 lengths or so. Mm. And he hadn't been; br- he wasn't brilliant early. Um, I just think he, he might be a horse that you have that Robbie w- will just have to be really aggressive with, and not give him an inch at, at his at his fences, because just I think if you give him if you give him a chance, he'll steady himself. Yeah. And especially in a ra- whatever about here, especially in a race at like the Gold Cup, that will be punished.
0: Uh, we've talked about Outlander. Jack at M is what he is, and he's run a fine race to be third. Val Solito, disappointing. Manila Rocco took a tumble at the last, and he was well beaten at the time as well. The story is fantastic. The form is questionable. Is it, though? And Okay, well, you can go into more detail in that in, in a second, but... And this is a fantastic race in its own right. It used to be the Hennessy and beef for Salmon, Kevin. I mean, what oh an absolute yeah. hero. Florida Pearl. Brilliant horses have won this race over the years, and it's a great race in its own right. But this is r- national hunt racing, and the dream is Cheltenham. So you have to look at it from that perspective. Do you think that the Harrington team are saying to themselves, okay, that's his first run back. Yeah, he's been beaten 15 lengths, but we can build on that and, and go to Cheltenham.
1: I think they have to. What else would you do?
0: The other thing I'll say is, at the start of the season, that Gold Cup was so exciting, and our Duke was firmly part of that. Yeah. Uh, there's a big question mark over him. There's a big question mark over sizing John. Thistlecrack is out for the season. It's not quite the race that we thought it was going to be. Uh,
2: it's Where's oh. Native River?
0: Where oh, Where, ha- where is Native River?
2: Missing in action, M I A. Gone.
0: Uh, by, by the way, somebody yelled armadillo at, um, at Kevin. I got,
1: I, I got a lot of armadillos now. Did you? Yeah, qu- more over 10 over the course of the two <laughs> days.
0: It's it's going to happen.
1: Uh, n- nobody, like, screamed it while we were on air, but there was a lot of fellas. But to be fair, everyone was, was, was you know, uh, a bit conservative with it. But when we were kind of off air chatting, there was quite a few.
0: Armadillos!
1: Roared out in the, in the vicinity. Yeah.
0: Uh, two <laughs> things. Number one, one of our listeners came up to me yesterday and said, I have bought an Armadillo suit and no I way. am doing this.
1: Well, I'll tell. Wow. I, I'll, I'll do you another one. A guy came up to me very seriously.
0: He showed me a picture of it.
1: Very seriously, and he said, I'm going to do it. Uh, and a friend of his ha- has a few quid, and he said, I. If you, he, his friend has said to him, if you do it, if you say you'll do it, I'll buy you the suit. And if there's any ramifications, I look after it. <laughs> and the guy gave gave me his business card. He said, "When I do it, I want to shout out." He gave me his business card. He said, "Yeah, I'm I'm doing uh, it." All right. He said, "There's no doubt. I'm doing it. I'm at Cheltenham. He he, he works uh, in the business, and he's going to be there. And he says he's doing it."
0: Uh,
1: yeah, but he. I was there serious. for that. I was there for that, and he
2: was under. Was that the guy that came up to us? Yeah, I was yeah, there for you, that. Yeah, yeah, that's I? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he he is one hundred percent serious oh, yeah. like <laughs> worryingly so and I did like make the case in point you might want to take the risk of waiting till Friday because one wonder if he gets banned from the track <laughs> that's it yeah yeah he works in the industry he does yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah this
0: is so funny Gentlemen, we're going to have to take proper precautions and remember when I made that joke a few weeks ago with Robbie uh, that's one of the funniest things we've ever done on the podcast because uh, by the way Robbie McNamara in top form and, and great to see um He's, he's made this very generous offer, which he is 100% serious about, <laughs> and he's going to do. Uh, secondly, I made the joke about there's going to be 55 people turning up in armadillo suits. There's going to be more, possibly.
1: <laughs> and can you imagine the, 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 the meeting of the security staff at Shelton that, that morning? The guy, the guy who'll be standing up at the front. Okay, guys. Any drunks, out. Anyone that doesn't have the proper accreditation for the parade ring, out. And guys, if you see someone dressed as an armadillo... <laughs> Shoot them on sight.
0: Keep a very close (laughs) eye out for those armadillo suits. We cannot have this happen.
1: Headshots only.
0: We're going to get kicked (laughs) off ITV Racing. We haven't even started yet. Uh, this This is legendary. It's absolutely brilliant.
1: But uh, how, do, how do we get on to that but, again? Uh, the gold cup. The gold cup, cup. Sorry, the other thing I wanted to cool. say
0: is somebody said they couldn't wait for Tizard to have a winner, so they, they tweeted you know that Addy does for Carl. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he just yeah. tweeted oh, yelling Jesus. at armadillo on that. So, well played, sir. Well played. But um, yeah,
1: we, it's hard to believe that we're coming. You know, all the tri- well, pretty much all the trials are run now for the gold cup.
0: And, and Mike bite's th- not going to run again until th- it.
1: Throughout the whole season, the only one to keep it together and hit every marker. My is my ever reliable? Might bite yeah. <laughs> who would have guessed it? Yeah, the, the one horse at the start of the season, you would expect to do something that you wouldn't that, that unreliable or to let you down
0: himself and Bez have a great laugh when they're oh, no, out in the
1: disco biscuits. Uh,
0: he's got it together. Be- Bez is <laughs> Bez is great field for those who don't know. We just call him Bez because he's mental. Um, yeah, so look, is this Might Bite's race to lose then? Like, do you think Edulf has. Like I assume Cheltenham will now be on the agenda, and he'll go for the Gold Cup. Well,
1: he's entered in the Gold Cup. He's he's not entered in the Ryanair. Um, that's his only entry, and it it seems the natural target. Uh, look, that he maybe didn't get home all that well. He looked beaten at the top. Well, it's hard to know, I suppose, on the four miler He, it's when that actually when it, when the issue started affecting him. But, like, he he went through the race the other day quite strongly. Mm-hmm. Like he he took an enthusiastic grip all the way. Um, and look, you, you couldn't rule him out. I know you People will question his form, but I have no reason to believe that Outlander didn't what? run very close to form. And that puts Ed wolf he's gone up 12 pounds, he's rated 164 now, and that puts him in, in the sort of mix to, to be involved in a race like that.
2: Well, the one thing that we do know is him, clearly through the reason that he had the incident at Cheltenham that he had and then his run yesterday and what you're saying about his, like, his enthusiastic style, is the one thing with Ed Wolf is he clearly loves the game. Like, he's all heart, isn't he? You know, oh, that's gonna, like he's gonna try. The problem. He's, he's going to try. He is trying his heart out, literally. Yeah. Um, so at least if he lined up in the Gold Cup, you know he's going to give you 110%, which some of those others might not.
0: Wait, wait, wait. What what, what the hell is going on here? What the hell is going on here? Hey, <laughs> hey. That oh, no. oh Jesus that I have to, he's to, out again I have to say something lads oh dear God who let this guy out right now, right now, right lads right 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 listen let's, first of all okay I'm on I haven't touched anything okay okay I'm, all, I'm on I'm <laughs> on the road to recovery okay I, I kind of fell off the wagon there last night but I'm going today but I I have to give you the golden stat you ready now lads okay this race is amazing this stat is incredible it's going to blow your minds lads okay. Only one horse in the history of the Irish Gold Cup died and then won the race. <laughs> and it's Edolf. And I'd say now, lads, you know, good thing for <laughs> them all right? He's a trend buster. <laughs> when the trend books are published, I want that stat. Uh, only one horse has died and then gone on to win the Irish Gold Cup. I, I gotta go, lads. I gotta go meet my, uh, my uh, associate. Uh, bye, <laughs> bye, 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 bye. Oh, my
2: God. I mean, they'll make a film out of it if he does win the Gold Cup. Davey Russell I tweeted won that. The Gold oh Cup.
1: man, Davey Russell tweeted yeah. that. Oh man, imagine. Good. Um, oh, good you'll God. be
2: there, Kevin. You're never there for the last day of the festival, but you'll be there.
1: Yeah, I've literally never been to the Gold. Li- li- I've never been to the Gold Cup there. The, the two of us you have never, have never done the four it. days. Went. No.
2: I'm just going to point it out now, Kevin. You will hate it.
1: It's. I, nothing everyone about Gold says Cup to me. Uh, yeah, everyone says it's, it's horrendously enjoy. busy and uh, a lot of people have said that to me but yeah.
0: we'll, we'll give it a go I, I'm looking forward to it but the thing is I'm going to be sober for all of it because we can't drink because we have to be up early in the morning and we have to be you on know, TV you so know, I can't have like bloodshot the eyes like
2: that. you know you can have a drink and not be hungover
0: I don't no, get no, hangovers in it's Vanessa. true I, I, I don't know why I honestly don't maybe that says something about my uh, drinking habits anyway um, would you back would you recommend people back out each way for the Gold Cup given just how bizarre the race is shaping up right now.
1: I was surprised he wasn't caught a little bit more than he was. He's like, I think he's still 25 to 1 general. You know, he's beaten Outlander, mm. which, you know, a lot of the leading contenders ha- have done. Uh, you know, I've, I've Outlander has pushed them very close.
0: We should point out, of course, that this is Outlander at Leopardstown, the track he loves. You take him anywhere else and he just bombs.
1: Yeah, you know, like the only the only horses that have beaten um, Outlander around Leopardstown are Ed Wolf. Uh, Road to Respect and and Balco does floss who I know wouldn't set you alight but uh, he's a good horse around Leopardstown. but yeah look it takes a small bit of imagination but I, I was surprised he wasn't cut into a little bit shorter but for me like the two leading Irish hopes are sizing John who I'm happy to forgive that run um, in, in the, the Leopardstown Christmas chase.
0: Yeah, I think we have to. And the fact that Jack Adam ran so well just is in like, different yards, but it's just an indication that it, it wasn't it his day. Came, he clearly didn't run quick. his race. And it just came yeah. too
1: quick. And, um, for Rhodes, both of them. Road to Respect is still a big, big contender for me.
0: He's going there fresh, isn't he?
1: Yeah, he's the only one of the Irish horses that, that hasn't blotted his copybook. And of course, Outlander oh, beat him wrong at wrong Down Royal. Oh, you're
0: wrong about that. It's very rare you're wrong, but you're wrong about that.
1: Well, Outlander beat him at Down
0: Royal. Coney Island's done nothing wrong.
1: Mm, true, but he's still got to prove he's up to that.
0: Yeah, I was surprised he didn't run at the weekend, but now we know JP had the winners, so maybe they had different <laughs> ideas. Um, I I'd be quite sweet on Coney Island. In a now he just have to prove his stamina, but I I would remain quite sweet on him. Just, let's just to prove he's good enough. We let's move on to yeah, that's true. Uh, let's move on to the second feature race of uh, the inaugural Dublin Racing Festival. Shout out to Kate Harrington she talked this horse up um, <laughs> and I think we were just saying this is bizarre that he's lining up did here did you meet Kate
1: over the weekend I didn't actually oh stop didn't. how did you not meet
0: Kate I don't know because like I was hanging out with Serena and Vanessa and Dee so I, I don't quite know how we didn't get to but
2: I I warned her away Oh, thanks for that I told her it was best to stay away
0: thanks for that <laughs> she, uh, fair share no. she
2: took my advice yeah, fair yeah. Show. she'll appreciate that
0: by the way uh, Serena Stack absolute legend <laughs> She's lovely, and and is getting Danny uh, Danny Mullins on the podcast, which means Serena gets a producer credit.
2: You can't just have all my friends on the podcast, okay?
0: That's what's happening. That's what's happening. Danny Mullins coming to the podcast very very soon. Um, I thought it was a bizarre decision to run Super Sunday here. What the hell do I know? Uh, dropping back from three miles to two, I viewed it as a prep race for Cheltenham, uh, and he's gone and done it, and he's he's beaten the once great Fourheen, who will always uh, have a legendary status. Uh, he's run better I think we can now say that Willie was trying to put the spin on it that you know they can build from there but I'd be concerned about him going forward uh, and whether he'll ever be what he once was Rich Ritchie was very positive about him I have to say but this was a terrific training performance from Jessica Harrington a great decision to run him and Robbie Power gave him a brilliant right
1: great bit of placing uh very very ballsy and it paid off in spectacular style and uh, like to be fair to Super Sunday like the ability has always been there he was a very good horse in bumpers uh, for, for Henry de Bromhead and first um, Andrew Balding he, he was yeah. a bumper horse for. beat Janwert in a, in a, in a listed bumper at Ascot back he's in the day he's a giant he's a big boy son of Galileo great pedigree but uh, on the Galileo Dane Hill Cross, lads it works again <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's it, what you
0: that's what you really want you want to spend all that money on Galileo <laughs> to get a hurdler
1: but his jumping w- w- was an issue f- from, from an early stage. um. But it's the best he's ever jumped on Saturday, and he beat Faheen. And, like, turning in after two out, Faheen appeared to be traveling well. And if, if that was the old Faheen, he would have been away and gone right yes. there and then. Yeah. Um, a stare chasing him up, he would have been away and gone, but yeah. he wasn't. He no. picked up, but once he didn't get away from Super Sunday, there was a bit of, excuse me, a bit of inevitability about it. Super Sunday got there, pricked his ears, ultimately done it well, I thought. Faheen um, showed a lot more spark, jumped well in the main for him, winged the last.
0: Absolutely pinged it.
1: Um, but he's only beaten Mick Jazz by four and three quarter lengths.
0: Yeah. No, the res- the no, respect, to no
1: respect to Mick ja- No disrespect to Mick Jazz. All but disrespect but to Mick Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But that's, that's Faheen, like a stone below his best, I think you'd have to say. Yeah. It's also a
0: bizarre yeah. sight, Vanessa, seeing Faheen beaten like that. Because obviously, um, the day he was beaten by poor Nichols Canyon, you can excuse that as being, it's well, it's first time out, and we know that from the Dan Skelton story that he was carrying a boatload of condition when he ran in the Coral Hurdle the year before, uh, and uh, Dan Skelton was saying, there's absolutely no way this horse can win, and then he went and did what he did. So he, he's obviously a horse who carries a lot of condition at the start of the season, and Nichols Canyon was also an absolute hero. He was a legend. But the sight of Faheen being, like, he was pulled up so we didn't get to see what he would do. The sight of him being passed out and not being able to reel in a horse is just a really strange sight to see, because he's just so synonymous with success. It was a strange sight, Vanessa.
2: Yeah, it was, I'm with you on that. The thing is, is it's actually only there when you see him live racing, you realize that there's a real, the crowd really love Fahim, like because oh, of what he's done in the yeah. past. There's a serious amount of love for that horse. I mean, as he jumps out and you know, when like what a length or a couple of lengths are clear when he f- when they go past the post for the first time you know, there's a roar from the crowd, and it's kind of for Faheen. Like, it's not for anything else. It's for him. And then as he turned into the home straight uh, with Super Sunday upsides with one to jump, there's another roar from the crowd. And it really feels like they're screaming home their pal rather than yeah. anything
0: else.
2: Um, do you know what, do you know what it reminded it me of, like Vanessa? The,
0: and I'm sorry to cut across you, but I'm, I'm doing this for a reason. Yeah. You and I were together in the stands watching Hurricane Fly when he's fifth oh, Irish champion hurdle. Glory, Dave. And... Like the crowd just erupted, the whole place went yeah. bananas. De- you could hear Desi that day, s- and and he lost it in the commentary. It's just sensational, and they, it's, it's kind. They it's would the
2: have s- done that again, yeah.
0: It, it's the same thing with um, with yeah. Faheen, and yes, he's be, uh, like I think the phrase that Kevin used on ATR was he, he's carried out on his shield there, uh, which I would one hundred percent agree with. But um, I, I guess the the point that I am trying to make is, in a very long winded way, is um, because Faheen is dubbed The Machine. I think it was Chapman gave him that title. And because he's so synonymous with success, seeing him beaten is a little bit like seeing one of your favourite boxers later in life just not being what they once were. Yeah, that's like a, that's it's a good comparison. Yeah, that's it's a good it's comparison. Seeing a hero of yours just not being what they once were. That's
1: a, and all, I mean, and I all the it is will is, is there. Everything and, is, and, is, yeah. And, but the tools, just the physical tools just aren't quite there. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, that's I mean, it's a I good comparison.
2: The best... Um, I actually, again, when I came to work, listened to Chapman's interview at the end of the day yesterday with Willie, who obviously reflects on Faheen again with Chapman, even though he'd already done that the day before. Um, and, yeah, I mean, basically Chapman was like, you know, Faheen's biggest fan and was kind of like trying to pitch it that it was a good run in terms of stepping stone. And actually it was Willie that was like, mm, the spark isn't there. Like it's not... The spark is not there. Yeah. So whether he's pulled up or being passed by Super Sunday, it's kind of like the spark is not there yet. Mm. And he wasn't. He wasn't. He definitely wasn't giving up hope that it wasn't going to come back or anything like that. You know, he was going on about a bit of spring ground and spring sunshine and the likes. But he was making the point that that isn't him. Like what we're seeing is not him yet. Mm. And I tell you, if he if Willie Mullins gets him back to even get within a challenge of Selham, mm-hmm. looking like the old Sahin, it'll be some effort, I think.
0: Yeah, I can, um, fully, fully agree. totally yeah. agree with that.
2: And, you know, again, Chapman was saying, uh, you know, in his sort of opinionated way, would, would you put blinkers on him or cheap pieces, you know, just to spark him up again? And again, Willie was really hammering at home. You, only, you don't put those on when there's no spark there at all. Mm. It's not there yet. So there's no point putting the headgear on because it's not there. We're not sparking That's the word he kept using, and it's the best way to describe them. And it is sad to see. It is. Um, Super Sunday's taking some huge steps forward, and I'm sure I read it somewhere, I heard that he had the same operation that I had with the kissing spines. Oh, okay. So I think that's, you know, obviously helped uh, to, you know, and Kate had said that he, yeah, I think, that has obviously clearly helped him. And yeah, he's Kate. Kate didn't well
0: clarify. She said that we've had tremendous success with the kissing spine operations, but she wouldn't go into which horses have had it.
1: Uh, and you weren't going to press her, Kennedy.
0: You weren't going to press I her. I was not. Um, I'll <laughs> I'll press Danny Mullins when I'm he's sure on the show, Packed Style. Some way. No, I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right about that. But it's just an example yeah. that this. You were saying the other day though that, that some horses have had absolutely no effect on.
1: Have loads, yeah. 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 But but yeah. when it works, oh, it's, it's like a nice like, success. You hear about yeah. the winners.
0: let's wrap up this race. So. Hopefully, Faheen can make it to Cheltenham. Could he come on from this, Kevin, from a training perspective, well, or of or, he, or is this now what Faheen is? Oh,
1: no, of course he could. Of course he could. And uh, you know, Willie, like we've heard it before. You know, I think a a big thing with Willie is that when a horse isn't quite doing what he'd like them to do, and I'm certain he would have did it with Faheen after. Um, what happened to Christmas? You know, he'll change things with them. He might, I, I, I believe, David Casey was riding out Faheen recently, um, and I don't know that for a fact, but that was race, okay. course, race course chatter. You know, and he wouldn't normally ride him. Mm. You know, sometimes he changes what stable they live in, you know, he'll change what tack they wear, just changing things with a view to kind of getting them thinking and switched on and sparking up. And he'll be doing more of that, I'm sure, between now and then and pulling out every trick in the book. And look, the return to a sounder surface, the return to Cheltenham, you know, circumstances. He alive there. Well, that's it, circumstances that have shown him to very good effect in the past mm. um, might help but you're talking mm. about him needing to come forward you know 10 plus pounds to compete with Boover there and it's a big ask for a 10 year old it's a big ask. I won't be betting on it uh, but if it happens I, I'll be cheering as loud as anyone but again like you say it's a bit like the old fighter you, you hope that they can come back for one last hurrah. But it oh. you, you believe it when you see it I,
0: I love Faheen and, it, and and it is great to see him race but it just it makes me appreciate Hurricane fly even more the fact that he won those five Irish champion hurdles
1: and that's it and that, that's what people rarely appreciate in the moment with the likes of uh, a hurricane fly or even a quavega you know that at the time they were racing you know people will will have a go about what what's he beating he's just beating Sol with blah 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 and he's doing it year in year out and it's only when you still you stand back when it's all said and done that horse won five Irish champion hurdles in a row. Yeah,
0: 22 grade Man. ones, a world in record. A, a yeah, we would
2: we were doing, um, on ATR we did, just to help the coverage along, because, you know, we really love Irish racing. <laughs> <laughs> um, we used these, um, Leopardstown Legends pieces to go in and out of the break. Yeah, they were and very Jonathan good. They were fly. really good. And someone said to me, oh, you know, when you're writing up the little slate things, uh, how many grade ones has you won, Vanessa? And I was like, oh, a lot, a lot. Counted them, I was like... 22 he won 22 grade ones just really think about that insane.
0: it is madness mm.
1: insane and that's like, longevity is just underappreciated and he
0: had to come back from injury twice that's
1: it mm. yeah and you, don't, you just don't think about that yeah. you know you, you get like, we know talented horses your Faheens your Annie Powers but they just d- didn't have the longevity nope you know, they didn't have the longevity and that's what makes think a legend for of me
0: think of Cotter Star. You unbelievable, know, like De- unbelievable. Denman um, coming back from where he came back from to win another Hennessy and to place in the Gold Cup so many times, but for Cotter Star to be the only ever horse to regain the Gold Cup crown in the history of racing.
1: Yeah, that's that's what sets a, That's what sets a really really talented horse. Yeah, that's what makes him a great. Yeah, for absolutely. me, absolutely. I I agree.
2: I think you can be a good horse in the moment when you're fit and well, and it takes a great horse to be up against it and come back and do things like that.
0: Okay, yeah. uh, let's wrap this up. Melon, is that what he is?
1: The, look, the, a bit like we'll talk about York Hill, a bit like York Hill, and I, I would, and people would say, well, "Why did you say that? You're on at the races," and I would never repeat something like this in ATR because if I repeated every bit of racecourse rumour you hear before races, you'd um, you'd be causing carnage. But there was chat that Melon <laughs> and 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 York Hill that they hadn't really been pleasing connections of late. Um, and look, sometimes that means nothing, and they go and they win, and that's it.
0: Well, Hurricane Fly was apparently not pleasing connections well, that, before his yeah, exa- fifth Irish Champion a- Exactly, won yeah,
1: exactly. But Mellon drifted like an absolute barge, yeah. and I was watching him in the run, and I, was, I said to myself at halfway, "You're going to run well because he settled," but then he didn't run well, and he plugged. And uh, you look back at it. Well, I say you settled, you're probably just flat. You mm. ran a flat race, mm. and uh, so I, I, I'm not inclined to think that's him. I was absolutely disappointed with him, um, but I don't think that was him. I he don't think that was him. It was—it was too much in contrast with what we've seen from him before.
0: Could it be the first time Hood had a negative effect instead of a positive?
1: That—that that has happened. It—it it could be. Uh, I'd imagine they won't be on next time because they'll be concentrating <laughs> on getting that spark back. Yeah. Um. But I, I wouldn't like to judge him too harshly on it for all that I was—I was really disappointed with him on the day yeah. because I- he should have run better than that.
0: Defi Desoy bombs again.
1: Yeah, Philip Hobbs has, has issues. Um, not, him per- not, not him personally, but, but his I h- was b- going
0: but, to say, his what are you talking about, man? <laughs> but, but, his, but his horses. There's, there's yeah. <laughs> get that one trending, hashtag Kevin Blake quote.
1: Uh, what was that? What, we were talking about a trainer a few years ago, uh, but would would say it's Philip Hobbs. It wasn't for the sake of Eric, but yeah, Philip, Hub, Philip Hobbs loves headgear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, <there we laughs> that could have been edited for so many bad no, reasons stop. but uh, seriously but though like so this is his second start I know that Philip has had a difficult start to the season but his horses have come back in form lately I have
1: they though uh, he's had a couple of wins but I think there was. I was talking to someone there that has has an association with the yard and is involved on an ownership level and there's, there's horses still scoping bad in there seemingly and uh there's there's uh, a small bit of health issues in there and right. look these things come around full circle they'll all be fine i'm sure sooner rather than later but right now things aren't things aren't great okay. and uh, D- definitely soy is going to have to bounce back big time because oh. He, he was always going to have to improve on what he did last year, to com- last season to compete at the very top level, yeah. but he's not even reproducing what he was doing last form season. The
0: form of his triumph hurdle is starting to look really windy and weak as well, but um, that's not him. You know, He he, he has not performed. and. I guess we'll just have to wait and see what happens with the uh, s- with the stable and keep an eye on things. Well but that's he, he, he you a huge step I, I need- mentioned
1: the juvenile form looking a bit windy. Well, that's kind of par for the course. Like you know, we every year we get we we take the fancy the the high-profile juvenile hurdler and we put them up as a potential champion hurdle horse. That's it's a big leap, and more often than not, you know, a, a four-year-old hurdle, no matter if it's a Grade One, generally, you know, uh, that's a restricted a very tight group of horses and yeah. more often than not most of them aren't going to be anywhere near open grade 1 level
0: yeah that's true you'll get an that's exception f- of course
1: choice. but the, f- the, f- the majority of the time they're not going to come up to scratch
0: yeah uh, makes you appreciate what Eric Connor achieved poor thing
1: but I d- I look fantastic horse pushed Hurricane was, Fly all the way he was competing there but he d- he, d- he made a he bit wasn't. of a jump but he wasn't yeah. he, w- he wasn't a tip top horse no, a- at but, the time in the Hurricane Fly's
0: fourth Irish champion hurdle he really pushed him I mean I, I thought for a second oh no he's going to do him
1: yeah, but he, he still had to go and do it. Yeah, He still yeah, had to go true. and do it. it it's a very difficult thing to do.
0: Okay. Um, Foheen, we've discussed, and obviously the champion hurdle will be his target. I'm adamant that you were saying, I'd be really sweet on Super Sunday for the champion hurdle. I'd be very sweet on him for the champion hurdle as well.
1: Well, he'd be his uh, second favorite. Absolutely, 100%. And they're going for the series. Which he'll probably be, s- well, he might go off fab closer yeah. to the day, but right now he's, he's second fab for that.
2: But can I just point out that I, yeah, he is going to the stairs. But what I love is Jessie has made a plan and she is sticking with it. Yep. She's not gonna falter because you know this was always a stepping stone to the stairs hurdle, and she has this really strong belief in herself, rightly so because she's a top class trainer. That was his target, the stairs. Yeah, we've won this on the way. It's an absolute bonus. of course we're sticking to the original plan you can't just wander off a plan just because you've won potentially a very weak champion hurdle in Ireland I mean if you take that Faheen didn't spark and then Mick Jazz is back there yeah it's a champion hurdle but is it gonna are you gonna get nib over there no so why wouldn't you stick to the original plan
1: Vanessa two words new evidence
2: (laughs) yes
0: it's been too long since you used that phrase new evidence and to be honest somewhere Tom Cates is (laughs) Pumping, <laughs> pumping. <laughs> am I the only
1: one that, if Super Sunday does indeed go for the stairs, am I the only one that'll go there a bit worried how well he'll get home?
0: Yeah, no, I'd be like that.
1: Because he, he's 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 had two spins over three miles, an extended three miles at Aintree, which is obviously flat as a pancake in yeah. a speed test, and he wasn't all that strong off the bridle. And the, his second time was at Leopardstown at Christmas on soft ground, in a steadily run race. And Apple's Jade, who had her own stamina, stamina concerns to prove, maybe outstayed him later on. Mm-hmm. You know, Cheltenham's a different kettle of fish in terms of a stamina test. I'd be concerned. Look, if he look and look, they can do absolutely what they want.
0: And but you have got to climb I that hill.
1: If I own him, he's g- he's getting supplemented for the champion hurdle.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And he's getting supplemented for the champion hurdle in my view because it is a rubbish race.
1: He'll be second. I mean, well Clear, clear second. By, by the way,
0: by the way, why is that sandown race? In the calendar. Why is that race on, on, the, on the racing program? It's silly. There's, silly. there's a champion hurdle trial this weekend, which Vanessa and I are going to talk about on the podcast on Friday.
1: Hey, look, at least he didn't give my race course gallop. What, the hell,
0: is, what <laughs> the hell is the contender's hurdle? Like, this
2: is ridiculous. What a it's stupid it's race. It's the Henderson benefit race.
0: It's a stupid race, and it has no business being in the calendar. It's no. absolutely ridiculous. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that was my rant done. Um, great to see an English horse come over, Vanessa. Uh, in de Desoy, hopefully more British horses will come over next year uh, for... I'm
2: with Kevin with that. Mm. I don't think that will ever happen, to be honest with you. I genuinely think this this Leopardstown Dublin Festival will seriously take off. I think in five years' time, currently we look at the festival programmes and it goes Cheltenham, Aintree, Tree Punchestown. It'll go Leopardstown, Cheltenham... Aintree yeah. like, Punchestown. It'll be fully in the calendar, but I don't think you'll ever, this whole chat about British horses, I just, at this moment in time, why, if we're aiming for Cheltenham, would we come over the sea to take on something like Sam Crow, Footpad, y- all of those lot. I just can't see why we'd do it.
0: For money. The, the, uh, the reason I would think that there were very few British contenders uh, this year, hardly any in fact, is just because trainers have made plans. And they're not going to alter them.
1: Uh, look I, I at the end of the day there, and it sounds like a fella in a, in a in a leprechaun outfit but they they can't they struggle to beat the Irish on their own home turf in Cheltenham
2: right ya ya
1: so it it will be a big decision to come over 5 weeks before then and take them on on their home turf
0: yeah i'd like uh, to see it though yeah. i'd i'd really like to see I, it. i
1: don't think it needs it it would be great You'd, you you would have loved to have seen Mike bite in, in the Irish gold cup at Boover Dare in the champion hurdle Uh, you know what a joke that's kind of it that's kind of it absolute
0: joke Apple
1: Shakira in the four year old race other than that you're kind of scraping the barrel a little bit Um, you know whether they like it or not the vast majority of the better horses in national racing are on the, the the green side of the irc and as long at as the top as long as are, yeah. well at the moment and these things change can change very very quickly yeah. um but right now there, there's more than enough horses if, if willie mullins and gordon elliott support that meeting it, it's it'll be a fabulous meeting automatically you also yeah. have
0: to look at the fact yeah. that rich Ritchie has all of his horses with is rich Ritchie involved in Monoley? why was he ch- cheering and celebrating so much
1: Jeez, I don't, I don't, I don't.
0: he was hugging the, now maybe he's just celebrating with the owners but he was he was like proper high-fiving people in the parade. I can't say I noticed I it now, that. to be honest. Okay, we'll, d- we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Um, but you've got so many wealthy owners based in Ireland, and they're keeping their horses here. Whereas back in the 80s, irish horses were being sold to england because there was just no money here
1: absolutely that, that's what frustrates when you hear this criticism about the domination of, of giganstown and jp mcmanus and gordon Elliott and Willie mullins Lads, like the alternative is not nice but no. if jp put all his horses in england in the morning and giganstown said right i'm sick of, sick sick of hearing all these arguments i'll send all my horses to england mm. and all or of France. a sudden all of a sudden there's nothing over here yeah. and we'll be we'll be back to the days of, of galmoy you know, lads, One be, winner be, or be very careful what you yeah. wish for here, lads. Yeah,
0: no, completely agree with you. Okay, how do you solve a problem like your kill?
1: Um, oh,
0: and stop. how gutted were you? Somebody did take a close-up photograph of you and and tweeted it. Well done to that person, by the way. Uh, you looked, You looked just shocked.
1: I was just disappointed. Yeah. I was just disappointed because at, at the end of the day, I have zero problem with being wrong. I'm comfortable with being wrong because in horse racing, if you're taking opinions, you tend to be wrong a lot unless you're tipping know, five I, to one on shots I every certainly day. Do. Uh, but, you know, and people will say, oh, Blake can't admit he was wrong. I honestly, looking at this race, I, I have, I'm quite inclined to think that this was nothing to do with trip.
0: Oh, he's beaten 46 lengths. He never went a yard.
1: He never went a yard. And the one thing with York Hill, a constant throughout his racing career, be it running over two miles, over two and a half or three miles, he takes a grip. Mm. He takes an enthusiastic hold, sometimes a fierce hold. And... While they went quick here, Special Tiara with a, right, a proper championship level two mile pace. York what Hill pace York says. Hill wasn't going a, champion, a championship pace. Yeah. He was held up well off it, and he never went a yard.
0: I spoke no. to, um, I, it's actually my first time meeting Graham Wiley. We've had him on the podcast, obviously, uh, a lot, and he'll be on again with us before Cheltenham, uh, please God. As will Rich Ritchie, by the way. Uh, Richie's going to be on the show very soon as well. So uh, um, I was asking him about York Hill, and he just said, he's just not doing it. He's just not doing it.
1: Well, And that's it. And look, I mentioned it briefly earlier. There the vibes weren't super beforehand in terms of his homework. There were the drift.
0: Well, in, yourself in and Gary were making the point about the money coming from in.
1: Well, it wasn't uh, even that, but the drift in York Hill was unbelievable. Yeah. Fast drift, heavy drift. Isn't
2: there an investigation into that and now as well? Is what? there? What's but all that
1: about? Yeah, they're just looking at the betting patterns to see who was doing the laying because it was an aggressive drift.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm. Um, and people would say, oh, you're, you're making excuses. But I, I honestly, like, when it might have been even before the first. Paul Townend was giving him a giddy-up. And York Hill has never needed a giddy-up in no. his life at any stage <laughs> of any race. That, that just isn't him. And yeah. for wh- whatever yeah. reason, and, of course, we excused the first run uh, in, in the Leopardstown Christmas chase on account of the trip. He went with all his usual spark that day. Uh, but the, uh, ultimately ran horrendously he's run horrendously here and to be honest right now the question with York Hill is no longer what is his ideal trip it's how much ability does he retain and what has gone wrong with him because do this, you this
2: think there's any thought like any logic in the theory that obviously it, you know, Willie came out and said he had the bone shit removed and he had to have 10 days off or whatever after Christmas if Do you think there's any sense in him just going somewhere to get a win under his belt? It feels like he's just totally lost his way, confidence wise, whether something's hurting him, whether something's pressurizing him somewhere. Like, he's obviously well enough that they're bringing him to the track. They can't find anything physically wrong with him, but are they in a place now where they just need to get a good run into it? Are you suggesting uh, some,
0: like, ridiculous race like the Contenders Hurdle? (laughs) Um, No, I'd be afraid. I'd actually be genuinely afraid if he did line up in a match race. I don't think he'd do it. He's like, just not firing.
1: Like I don't think it would, regardless of what the trip was the other day. I don't think he was going to compete. Yeah. He just didn't travel. He ju- he was as flat as a pancake. And uh, you know I'm very reluctant to draw any conclusions from that. Can't. Uh, it was just too bad to be way too bad to be true. And where do you go next? Honestly, I have no idea.
0: Well, they've experimented with three miles. They've then dropped him dramatically in trip two, and on both occasions he actually did travel well at Christmas. But this this was really concerning because he just never went a yard.
1: That's it. That's it. And, and the thing is, like, what do you do? What do you do? Like, Cheltenham is the obvious next port of call, but what do you run him in? No. Willie said prior to this run, this is his last chance over fences. If it doesn't work out, he's going hurdling. Ooh. So do you run him in a champion hurdle? Do you... Do you run him in Can a Ryanair uh. I, I I really don't know. Because you know, Do you know I, what?
0: The champion hurdle actually needs him if he could if he could come back to it to himself. It, it might really be, does it, need him.
1: It might be no harm. Look, I I'm well established in my opinion that he wasn't ne- he was always a much better jumper of a fence than a hurdle. Yeah. He was a very clumsy hurdler. Uh, and I can't imagine he'll be any better reverting to hurdles. That's not something that tends to improve a horse's jumping, Mm. is is a stint over fences and then coming back over hurdles. So I really don't know. I really don't know, and it's just frustrating because I I have such a big regard for this horse. Well, if he was
0: third, you could just take it on the chin and admit you were wrong. But the fact that he's been 46 lengths means,
1: Well, look, if, if... if he'd struggled to keep up, if his jumping—it's like he, in the main—he certainly jumped straight. He made one mistake of mm. note. If he had—if if he'd shaped that way and made late gains, you'd say, okay, the horse just didn't handle the drop and trip. Hands up. But he was just beaten a long way out. He made no impression late on. You know, it wasn't the run of a horse that was struggling with the trip. In in my opinion. All right. Uh, let, uh, let's he, give
0: let's give credit to the winner. What a weekend it was, by the way, for Willie Mullins. Rich Ritchie was walking around. Beaming with confidence, beaming with delight, um, because his horse is back. And to be fair, I was a little bit afraid that Min was going to become a um, Vroom Vroom Mag. You know,
1: just shy of the s- top?
0: He'll th- no. no, Or we'll just sub. He, you know, that horse can sub for this one, and that that's what he would be. He'd be a substitute. Uh, this is a proper horse. It and is. an Altior... We're coming for you, Nicky.
1: Yeah, this was a coming-out party for men because, we you know, there was a legitimate excuse. We discussed it at Leg mm-hmm. beforehand for what happened at Christmas. He just got fired up early and did too much. And this race, run as it was, at a proper championship pace with Special Tiara taking no prisoners in front, that just allowed at David Mullins to ride Min in a way that clearly shows him the best effect. He, yeah, was, able to, right he to. was able to drop his hands onto his neck and let him go as fast as he wanted to and relax. Mm-hmm. And j- he jumped his way into the race yep. just really smoothly and went away and beat Simply Ned like we all hoped he'd beat Simply Ned at Christmas, being honest. Yes. You know, Simply uh, Ned's I, our I smashing horse, but you've got to be beating him ten lengths if you're a champion chaser.
0: It's, it's further proof, Vanessa, that Min just was not right at Christmas time.
2: Yeah, well, not right or the tactics, but let's not go into that again. It's been covered, I think. Um, but for me, I mean, look, I'm, I'm a big Min fan. I loved him at his first start this season. Some people weren't that impressed by him. Yes, he was very free, but I loved him. I love his enthusiasm for the game. I don't think he's the biggest horse in the world, but he really loves it. He loves going a proper gallop and jumping the fences aggressively. And... Yeah, I mean, I think David gave him a terrific ride, settling in the way he did. Um, but what I was most impressed about is coming down to the last, you know, there's a good few horses. Obviously, Ordinary World made a terrible mistake, but Simply Ned's specialty hour, Ordinary World, were all within two lengths of him. They jumped the last Ordinary World, terrible mistake. But he then put 12 lengths between him and Simply himself and Simply Ned Zoom. in the last 250 yards of the yeah. race like twelve lengths, you know, he fairly scooted clear. If you watch it back, it's like before the last they're all in the huddle, after the last, within a blink of an eye, he's Whoosh. gone. Yeah. I was really impressed with him and any chat I mean, I don't I don't get why people like there was a bit of chat, Oh, is he gonna go for the could he go for the Ryanair? It's like Not whoa, a whoa. Chance. He's a genuine two mile yeah. um, two mile chaser. And we seem to forget like in his supreme he split Altio on Bouverde. Like, they're the best we've got right now. Yep. both their coach. It's a great show, and Vanessa. for me, like, I never lost the faith in them. And not that I'm, I'm not half time I'm just saying that I'm I'm a big fan of his. And I was delighted. I was really delighted to see what he did at the weekend. And I'm delighted going forward to Cheltenham. And I think he's going to be a major, major player. It, with all the questions over Duvan. He, he's. I sure be, mean, we have
0: no idea what's going on there. But what it's done is it's, no. it's taken... A horse. And I, I look, full respect to Altior. But I had back Min in the champion chase.
1: And I just can't wait to see it because we, we hoped we'd see it last year mm. in the Arkle. It didn't happen. And this is a rematch two years in the making. Yeah. And I know there's reasons. We we discussed the reasons to believe that Min was a bit better than what he showed on the day in the Supreme Novice against, uh, against yeah. Altior. And this will be a proper rematch because Min, be now, now, now that we know exactly what Min wants, and he'll almost certainly get it in the champion chase because the likes of special tiara... Will be out there going like a bat out of hell from the front Um, and himself Um, himself and altior will travel upsides go jump for jump we'll find out who's best some
0: prospects if they're they're both in top form it's going to be some prospect to watch
2: yeah i mean like you could say that min is going in there you know he's going in there match fit race fit, Mm. with a pretty good a pretty near perfect preparation obviously christmas wasn't perfect but that last race was and Altio's is obviously going to come in here off the back of whatever breathing operation they've decided to give him. So
0: he goes at the weekend, you know, Vanessa, doesn't he? He's going to, he's going to run. Is he definitely going to run? That's
1: the talk, but
2: you know, I don't I don't know, I I, know Nikki,
0: Nikki know. is subject if to change. I, until
2: I see him, yeah. Until I see him on a race course, I'd be, it'd be more like Nikki to find he an may be more conservative mm. and maybe just save him for Cheltenham. Yeah. I mean it'd be great it'd be great if we do see him at the weekend but I'm not counting my chickens just yet with yeah, that and, one.
1: We're, and we're not slagging him and saying this but we, look Nicky no, no, you, you no, have no. to call it like it is Nicky is very conservative with his, with his he best is. horses no
2: I don't mean that in a bad way I don't mean that in a bad way but he looks after them rather than just running them and, and hey he does. L- listen fact.
0: Uh, again sorry to cut across you Vanessa but like we joke around and we have a, a, a bit of crack um, with Nicky the man's a legend, and he tends to get it right.
1: And he'll be on the show next week.
0: And Nicky Henderson <laughs> is on the final front of podcast next week, so the impressions stop now. <laughs>
1: what impressions? Uh,
0: <laughs> exactly, what you're talking about. We've had him on the show so many times. That was that other podcast. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Footpad, This was sensational.
1: Great, fun race to watch, wasn't but it? But for two
0: reasons: one, Footpath was brilliant, and Petit Schwab put in a fine performance.
1: What about that angle that the lads in ATR had with the, with the mistake that Petit Schwab made, going going away from the stands? Excellent, wasn't it? He landed. Oh. He landed in defence. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what athleticism I mean, from him to survive that? Mm.
2: Did he? So because on debut he he jumped very well, and being from Henry to Rome, has they tend to jump very well. It's a bit of a generalisation, but you know what I mean. Was he just totally run off his feet kept there in that, those first three fences when he made all those sort of like he just couldn't get into a rhythm seemingly.
1: Well that's it I'd say it was a shock to his system He, you know when he when he made that brilliant chasing debut he made the running he was able to go his own pace whereas this yeah. time Footpad said yeah, alright yeah. we're going this fast yeah. and see if you can keep up. And
2: he's not yeah. Yeah.
1: And it probably just caught him. Small bit rusty maybe. Hadn't run since October. And it just caught me he wasn't great at the first and he was very lucky to survive the second. But he jumped well after Mm -hmm. that. And I think he'd be better again jumping-wise with that experience under him. And he just ran well, didn't he? So the reaction
0: on social media seems to be an awful lot of people saying, oh, I'm backing him for the Oracle," Like, he's going to come on a ton. And I can see the case. Each way, absolutely. Yeah, I can see the case. And I can also see the case of the fact that, you know, footpad is obviously so short. That you want to take him on and to be fair i i would say say, he looks a pretty damn solid contender
2: yeah i i yeah he is he's going gonna go to gentlemen rock solid one of the most rock solid options of the lot really he was great i thought as they turned into the straight i suddenly got a worry on that maybe he didn't have quite as much you know and you're watching it live like yeah. i was like jesus does he have enough left here because he got a fair old clip um, and then the way he rattled down to the last and sort of went with his usual zest at it and kind of clipped the top, not in a, oh, it was a mistake, I suppose you call it that, but it was like he just clipped the top of it and sort of pecked on landing a bit. But he kind of did that because he was just going so fast down mm. to the last. You know, he still had plenty left. But um, it was great rate. He's a great horse to watch. You know, proper two-mile chaser as well and a novice and the kind of, your heart is going a little bit faster
1: with races like that, isn't it? But that's it, now. and I suspect this will be one of the. This could be one of the races of the first day because I know we all love yeah. Footpad and we've all been blown away by him. But Petit Mouchois is a very good jumper of a fence, and there was very little between them over hurdles. And they both had, you know, they they both had two seasons over hurdles. We know that that form is is reliable. They met each other enough times. There's not a whole lot between them, so I think I wouldn't. Uh, as, as, as much as I love Footpad, I wouldn't say, like, it could come down mm-hmm. to a little thing on the day. One of them making a mistake, one of, one of them jumping cleanly. You know, it could come down to something as simple as that to decide the race. You know, I could see yeah. them getting a bit closer together in price on the day, even. I'm still with Footpad, but I have massive respect for Petit Mouchois. Yeah, because we
0: need to talk about Footpad. Yeah. What a horse this is.
1: He's a smasher.
0: And it, it, it's amazing this transformation from being, like, he was a good hurdler. He wasn't a great it was one. He was a very good hurdler, he, but he, he was He was a grade one class, yeah. but he wasn't a grade one winner over, over hurdles. If, if, you know, he won you know two know? of them. Sorry. <laughs> what I'm trying to say <laughs> is.
1: Opening class. Yes, yeah.
0: exactly. That he was not quite the standard to win a champion hurdle, but he was good enough to run in them. Yeah. Now he's gone over the larger obstacles. He looks like he's completely transformed. He
1: just jumps better. You know, watch the video, I, I said it the other day, w- watch back the videos of a footpad jumping hurdles. He made a chaser sort saw of shape over them. Yeah. You know, he was just crying out for a fence. so They assumed Willie didn't want to send him uh, chasing as a, as a, as a back-end four-year-old. So they gave him the extra year. And um, he, he's been waiting all his life to jump fences. It's he, he's fabulous to watch.
0: He mm. is super exciting for for. Super, shopping. super. Super Sh- exciting. Shocking, impressive. Super uh, t- exciting. T- t was, he's a real class act.
1: It's a real class act.
0: Can't wait for that race. That's gonna be a, uh that's gonna be Absolutely. brilliant.
1: Absolutely. We probably better speed this up a bit We'll be talking about this all, all night.
0: I think we've been talking for about four hours <laughs> now, haven't we? Um rhinestone looked as though he was going to win the bumper and then black just came along with a sensational black
2: Bo, Blackbow, Blackbow for president
1: <laughs> I know I, I know why Vanessa likes black
0: so yeah, much yes so do because I because he's a very
1: good horse of course yeah. but these are two very good horses yeah uh, like to be honest the big hope and I, I think I said it on the previous show is that rhinestone might have a little bit too much pace for these for these point to point
0: because he's a flat
1: and turning in rhinestone looked to be travelling so well under yeah. Derek and he's on their heels and I'm saying right you're going to win from here and then Blackbow from the bowels of hell pulls up this turn of foot it it was something else a real sharp turn of foot and I'm sure Derek O'Connor would what (laughs) and and, and to be fair to Rhinestone, he's closed them all the way down to the line and galloped on really strongly but that turn of foot was something else and his, his stupid awkward head carriage he has doesn't slow him down Blackbow and he's a lovely horse to look at massive ears and uh two real nice horses now real i know holographic is waiting in the wings there he's a proper horse as well but these two are setting the standard now amongst the bumper crop and i can't wait to see the rematch and biased as i am i i would be hopeful that rhinestone will certainly close the gap and he might just reverse it because we know what chelton like we know what the Cheltenham bumper is like looking running is going to be a big thing
0: yeah
1: a big thing and I don't think there's much between these, t- between these two horses in terms of ability. It might just come down to what go, you know who it goes right or for on the day at Cheltenham.
0: Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. That's going to be a fascinating rematch. And of course, we have to mention, there are proper English horses for this race as well. So there it's are, be aren't there? Yeah, a couple of nice oh ones. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. Um, so that's, that's going to be quite exciting as well. Um, so that's the bumper dealt with. Uh, we shall move on. Johnny Ward is not available for comment because Johnny Ward has <laughs> lost his mind with excitement. <laughs> uh, and to be fair, <laughs> he, he's been talking this horse up for a long time. Turns out Sam, Sam Crow is pretty good.
1: Great to see now. Great to see. It because the the, the the feeling in the air before this race, you know, people, we all want to see champions. We all want yep. to see stars. It's something that everyone just just hopes and dreams about. That and th- the promise was there with this fella, and this it wasn't D Day, but this was the day for him to show that it wasn't all talk. Yeah, and he needed to step up. He needed to put in a performance, and he did. You know, I don't think I haven't had a chance to put the clock on this yet, but they didn't appear to go much of a gallop here. He's he was dropping back from two and a half to two. He's a chaser in the making. Those circumstances might you, you before the race. If you'd said they were going to go steady, it, you might you might have thought that it might not have showed this horse the best effect. He travelled, he quickened, he bolted up. It was a very nice performance, one that we all hope for. I would draw attention to the run of the second and the third who had thought ran super races, but Sam Crow was much the best. He'd win the Supreme, he'd win the Ballymore on quiet <laughs> reflection afterwards he win bat- the champion hurdle the Ballymore is probably hey he wouldn't be a million miles away I, I, I'm, I'm not joking like, <laughs> he wouldn't like, be a million miles like, away I
0: know we're quoting Johnny there for like he has said this, this thing could win the champion hurdle like the guy's been proved right to be fair to him I mean i him uh, give him props um the interview that Chapman did with Michael O'Leary was absolutely yeah, priceless. Ch- Chapman
1: way. and O'Leary bounce off each other. Uh, I, I, I love I, lo- I love their interviews together because Chapman will give will give him the digs, and O'Leary will give him the digs back. Okay. And it's it's Cha- great viewing. It Chapman really
0: is. does to Michael O'Leary what Ted Walsh does to Chapman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. And look, this horse will look. Looking at it again this morning, look, but the Ballymore is probably the right option. It's probably the safer that, option. That was, and it's that was my next right question. Option.
0: I can hear the sigh from Vanessa, which suggests to me that you strongly disagree. I yes,
2: strongly, strongly disagree. Maybe I. What I think is that he jumps and travels so well, as we witnessed on Sunday, and over two miles. And I just think that actually. Is there that much strength and depth in the Supreme? Probably not. Like, get a bird, yes, very impressive, but that's one horse. They're not going to run scared of one horse. Mm. And actually, you know, is two miles his optimum trip? That is also a question mark. Yeah.
0: He'll, he'll, question he'll for sure. He will for sure. It's a good thing to mention I, from Vanessa. He's for sure going to go for the Supreme now because Sharjah was so disappointing. And do you really want to tackle yeah. Santro?
2: So, But I'm just thinking there's actually potentially a bit more strength and depth in the Ballymore at the moment when you look at the betting. Hmm. And my theory is with him is like, he does not a tap in front. He gets in the front and he has a good look around at the crowd not at the crowds, but you know, he's just like he's not he's not gonna run away with the race like yeah. he's doing it impressively without doing anything when he hits the front and he's still doing it this impressively. And I just wonder at Cheltenham, is something gonna come along that's just a real out and out stare, a proper stare? You know, he's gonna travel into the race into the Ballymore like the winner, hopefully, if he gets round clear and all that malarkey. But then up that hill, I, is anyone worried about something coming up behind and, you know, really outstaying him, like on the blind side? Oh, I, I think I, I think he'd
1: win the supreme as well. But I just think when you weigh up the two options and the various considerations, I think they'll go for the Ballymore.
2: Mm. And then my other my other thinking is is you know after this he is going to be stepped up into ch- you know he's going he's going to go chasing. And isn't it? And that's like the plan. And he is in the end going to be a three mile chaser. If just at this stage in his career, at this age, like right here, right now, he has the speed to win a Supreme and he has the ability and it's a weak Supreme. Would you not go for the grade one win over two miles with him and then step him up in time? You know, he's, he's just at that point where he can do it. So why wouldn't you let him? He's going to have all his life to run over two and a half and three miles. Why don't you just let him win a two mile hurdle, I mean, you know, if he goes on to do what they think he's going to do or we all hope he's going to do in future if he goes on to line up favourite for a Gold Cup, wouldn't it be great to look back and say, can you believe, you know, what a great horse he won a Supreme
0: A best mate running the Supreme, Kicking King running it well, actually, Vanessa's making a really good point there
1: Like I say, I think he'd win it if they ran him in yeah. it, but I think when it comes down to and uh, uh, something else to consider is Giggins Town have Mengli Khan yes. who, who they, who you know, only has the his <laughs> option. Yeah, and that p- that, that might that Good might point. be a factor he as well. Does
0: need to bounce back Good though. Point. And I,
1: I think look, if I'm Team Gigginstown, and I think I'm going to run him in the Ballymore, I'll announce that intention fairly soon. Yeah, because he'll scare away a few of them. Mm. He'll scare them up. He'll scare them down. And that that'll only help make the field a bit smaller, a little bit less depth, less chance for something odd to happen. And he'll go and bolt up.
0: We got to meet up with our old friend Tony Keenan. Who will be back on the podcast very, very soon? It uh, was through an
1: intermediary because we're not strictly on talking terms.
0: Ah, shut up! <laughs> um, no, no, seriously, <laughs> we, like there was no falling out. People were actually <laughs> genuinely concerned that we had. Uh, we love Tony. He's an incredibly busy man, and he's back on the show very, very soon. The diesel won't it. launder itself. Uh, it won't, and that's doing quite successfully for us. Um, the poor man, though, was so frustrated. Uh, he put up. Duc de Javon or whatever however you pronounce him and um, he didn't think Sam Crow would line up and he backed him and he backed him hard and he did make a profit but he was seriously seriously frustrated um, he ran a cracking race he thing. ran a smashing race and, and he he look, has Supreme written all over him do you think so? I would have thought so. do you think, think uh, it's, do you think stamina uh, is going to uh, come into play? Yeah,
1: I was thinking he might go up and drip with him
0: well oh, I'd go Supreme okay Vanessa what would you do?
2: I was imagining similar trip or up in trip, not down in trip. I, I mean, mean, you, can't, you, can't, you run, can't, go
0: shorter than two. There, there is, there is no, <laughs> no one I mean, mile race at Cheltenham, <laughs> Vanessa.
2: Sorry, I know. I mean, I mean that like I imagine that they will definitely go up to the intermediate trip or right. beyond. Like he, he, he's, in both his runs so far, he's come on for a lot of pressure, basically.
0: Mm. He looks a really exciting prospect for the Sullivan Bloodstock team.
1: I'd, say, I'd say that run will do him the world for good now. Only the third run of his life. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I think third th- they run they
2: of his life, and very unlike Team Mullins, just to shove them in, like, a grade one first time up and then a grade one again. Which know, is like yeah.
0: yeah. And when they, they do, when they do it, it, they tend to be bloody good. So and This one certainly looks it. Uh, I want to move this on. The juvenile hurdle, Mr. Adjudicator, another big winner for Willie Mullins. Is he a big player in the triumph hurdle, Kevin Blake?
1: Um, I couldn't knock him he travelled he picked up he did everything right he beat a horse I really like in Farclay um, Espoir Dallin um, pulled his chance away early on super disappointing yeah uh, super disappointing uh, what can you say other than that but my thoughts immediately after the race were Willie told us a few weeks ago that Stormy Ireland was his best juvenile and of course what happens at home doesn't necessarily translate
0: I wrote about her I did an article for at the races by the way go on, Uncle Danny! You're a good thing. You <laughs> 66 to one, snaking <laughs> into third. Oh, and I'd blow my own trumpet all day with that one. I got everything else pretty much wrong, but now you ran a cracker. And uh, thanks for the kind words on Twitter about that. Hashtag um, Kennedy
2: loves blowing his own trumpet.
0: Apps, uh, ooh, that could be innuendo. Have you
2: blowing his own trumpet and nothing else? Uh, Jesus um, Christ, alive.
0: That, like Kevin. Kevin has become <laughs> Vanessa. The innuendo that's that's bombing out of Kevin is just disgraceful. It's
1: a, it's a very well-known phrase: blowing your own trumpet. We, I think everybody knew what I meant.
2: <laughs> Let's just move on. <laughs> I don't like this topic. Honestly, I'm really not a fan of this.
0: Oh <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I, I wrote about Stormy Ireland for out the races, and uh, then obviously she didn't line up. Um, I can't wait to see her next because, obviously. We're still trying to guess how good she's going to be, but she does look a proper prospect. Well,
1: I j- and do you know what? Did did that, did no. we ever hear? Did anybody ever ask Willie where she is? What happened? Why wasn't no. she declared? I didn't hear it said. And there's no
0: word about it over the weekend.
1: Um, let me just tell you here because there is a race coming up. Assuming they want to run her, there's a Grade Three at Fairy House on February 24. If we won't see the entries for a few weeks. Okay. She could run there. That would be her last real chance in Ireland. Yeah, her last chance in Ireland to run before Cheltenham. Okay. It'd be a little bit close for Willie, maybe. Yeah. That's uh, That only gives b- 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 two and two, nearly three weeks. The triumphs on the Friday, isn't it?
0: It is. Nearly three weeks. I wouldn't weeks. hate going there fresh with her. But anyway, let's deal with the winner, Mr. Judicator. How much of a player is he for the triumph?
1: Oh, yeah, he's banged there. Okay. He's bang there. Um, Esportala, can super disappointing. I, uh,
2: can I... Uh yeah about him kev sorry i missed it kind of on track was there any any chat about him in terms of how he was after the race because when i watched it back he his stride was very short crossing the line and he pulled up very quickly and i suddenly thought jeez i hope he's okay because i just thought he'd run a stinker because he pulled so hard then i suddenly got a fear that something actually happened to him but there was no news on that was there
1: um, I think there was. If you bear with oh, me while I, while I while sorry. I talk, no, I'm just bringing up the stewards' report here. I think he got a mention. Well done. Um, but uh, talk amongst yourselves, and I'll get it because the internet's.
0: Well, I in I
2: minute. thought just on that on on uh, the note of that race, I thought that Paul Town and gave Mr. Adjudicator a brilliant ride. Oh, fantastic! Um, really settled what, him out that. Paul was of that getting a bit get of a.
0: Paul was getting a bit of a slagging on, on social media over was the really? weekend. Yeah.
1: Uh, whoever replaces, whoever steps in for Ruby he's always somebody gets it, to be fair. There, w- there
0: were a few people he's saying, oh, he's having an absolute nightmare, it. and you know, he doesn't suit yeah, your Hill and oh, he really needs to win on football. Paul Townend's a class jockey.
1: He's a different type he's of rider to Ruby Walsh. He's yeah. not Ruby Walsh. He's a different style of rider yeah, to Ruby Walsh. So. brilliant,
0: though. He's really good. Um,
1: I thought he gave that a piece. Have, yeah.
0: you, have you got this piece of information for us, Kevin Blake?
1: Um, no because this isn't working properly I'm going to go about it a different way but leave it with me I'll have it in a, ma- in a matter of less than 30 seconds
0: Vanessa uh, Willie yeah. Mullins uh, finally got himself a winner uh, and got himself into the winner's enclosure with Total Recall uh, I'm sure he was relieved. He, it, it was basically the Willie Mullins festival wasn't it, like, it just it sensational was great. stuff I was loving it uh, you have it now do you
1: I do uh, the well, I was going to say the Turf Club, the IHRB, as they're now called. Yes. Veterinary officer examined Espoir Dallas and post-race normal.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Did we see the Grand National winner in Total Recall? I think we did. Oh, I
1: don't know. I don't know.
2: He couldn't win a Grand National pulling like that. Oof.
1: <laughs> what I say, I, I would have said he couldn't win the William Fry handicap hurdle pulling like that. He absolutely bolted up. Bolted up. Do you know what the handicapper gave him? What? Guess. He's won by three lengths. And he's obviously, you know, won... Obviously, very well. But how much do you think he gave him? Guess, cool. Emmett and, and Vanessa, have a guess.
0: Five pounds.
2: Seven.
1: God, we, I wish you two were the handicappers. What did he? <laughs> twenty. <laughs> what? You he got, are he got twenty pounds.
0: me. Ah, <laughs> here.
2: He got twenty pounds.
1: I thought he might. Oh no,
2: because over hurdles he was off. what he's off one two five and Yeah, that wasn't he. Okay, I I yeah, I thought
1: I thought he might get a stone. Hmm. I, t- I did not think he got 20 pounds. bloody hell that's <laughs> ridiculous they've
2: weighed him back I think I think it's, I, he, they're going to run him in the Gold Cup I think they're going to run him in the Gold Cup and then I think they're going to take him to the Grand National and I don't think he'll win a Grand National but I think he'll run well in a Gold Cup oh, I'd back him that's way for my the Gold Cup. Shout. oh I don't
1: know I don't know he, big,
0: he has talking about Kevin he's won a Hennessy he can like he can <laughs> stay
1: oh I know yeah but he, he just he's
0: a little better than but, that <laughs> but that's just his character like that's just what he does and he gets away with it I
2: love the way, I love the way that Emmett talks to Kevin as if you're so stupid you forgot <laughs> that and it's like yeah, Kevin it's like he, what a heresy I, uh,
0: award Kevin nominated journalist Kevin Blake one of the most respected <laughs> in Kevin the business Kevin. and I'm talking to him like he's a child
2: yeah, like yeah, uh, uh, Statler, like yeah, I'm a wary one of Hennessy you bloody idiot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's also there's also people in the Ladbrokes marketing team going, oh my god, no one's ever going to call it anything but the Hennessy. I
1: I have not called it the Hennessy once.
0: I have. Uh, um, constantly, and I refuse to call it the other one.
1: But well like done, to, be, to be fair, they rode him differently the other day. They gave him kind of a no-nonsense, prominent ride, and he obviously pulled like a train the whole way. Mm. He was more so. He was trapped into mid div in the in the Hennessy, and and in the the Monster National. So I just either you know, just call it the Hennessy. <laughs> 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 the Labrooks tr- Trophy. <laughs> oh Christ.
0: Oh fantastic. Uh, Wrap so, this
1: up. So you'd imagine where, this up. wherever he goes next, they'll be returning to much, much quieter riding tactics. But um it was just Mendel. Myself and, and Fitzy and Gary were watching that and we're like, what pr-? we're at halfway, we're like and I don't know, I never checked. We're like, what price do you reckon he is in running? Two to one, three to one? You wouldn't be you wouldn't yeah, be happy if you was, take taking odds on about it. Really, really <laughs> <hard. laughs> Unbelievable.
0: Okay, um the Vanessa Ryle headed out to the paddock because she wanted to see these top class novice <laughs> chasers. This looked on paper a fantastic race. You have been banging the monolith drum for quite some time. Take a bow, Kevin Blake. Um he's beaten album Photo, who I think you were quite keen on as well on the podcast at the weekend. He's run a cracker. Um invitation only, I was disappointed with, but he's not beaten far and he was staying on again. But this Monoly is is a proper tool.
1: That uh, just a fabulous horse race, really enjoyable. monali like I, I loved, I lo- well, I, I, loved him last season as an novice, but mm-hmm. as an hurdler. But I loved his chasing debut. Uh, but you just have to have concerns about him. Uh, what happened at Christmas? He took a, a bad fall, took a bad kicking. You, you can never know what effect that, that that has had on a horse until they go and run again, and they return to front running, which, which he did on his. Who's ringing you now?
0: Uh, that is my lovely mother
1: Nicky Henderson
0: that, that <laughs> is my that is my lovely mother ringing me so uh, there, there you go John G's made an appearance in the podcast my mother's made an appearance in the podcast
1: oh, hello Ned love <laughs> it she's a great woman and uh, they returned to the front running and his jumping was deadly again really good he's got a lovely really likeable technique and for me I suspect he was dossing late on okay and they came to him he went away again um, Taylor made it for the RSA and I can't not wait to see him take on presenting Percy oh, in the RSA it's going to be some race fabulous race in prospect. it
0: really is going to be some race um, we need to wrap this up your other highlights of the weekend Vanessa Ryle
2: highlights of the weekend go as such uh, Rachel Blackmore yeah, on Good, Patrick show.
0: good show. terrific
2: she gave that an absolute peach of a ride she literally let him jump out of her hands. Like, you don't have to go on about how good a rider she is. We all know that. But it's just, if you get a chance, watch it back. She was class. Kept him out of trouble. Yeah. Delivered him perfectly. Went for the whip. Only when she absolutely had to. A little bit before the last, a bit after last. Kick clear. It is pricked. It was one of the rides of the weekend for me. And he, I think, it was like 25 to 1 the night before. Backed into six to one phase, second favour, or whatever it was. It was just that was a great, great little handicap that just went probably under the radar. And also, my performance at the weekend came at Balinabalu point to point oh, where Jesus. Ballin Ballinaboola. Ballin that's the one, Envoy Alan, <laughs> when the four year old maiden were you there? No. Just have people on the ground for this sort of thing you're,
0: you're you're, of your your spies one of your one of your ma- one of your
1: mates one of your mates owns this horse and they're trying to sell it soon, yeah.
2: No, Envoy Allen from the from the same breeder, board, Allen, mm-hmm. with Colin Bow one of the four-year-old mm-hmm. maiden, and it's, it's we'll hear plenty more of it. And
0: we will take ten percent oh. of that horse's sale, Kevin no, Blake. No, you're if, if
1: you're going to plug him now, Vanessa, we better do it right. How do you spell this? Envoy Allen, A L L E N. E N V O I. I know how to spell Allen. <laughs>
2: Space <laughs> A for Apple.
0: Oh my God! Get on with it, woman.
2: A-L-L-E-N.
1: Can't find it.
0: Yeah, I don't care. 10% (laughs) we're getting for that horse to sail.
2: And also, the other highlight was Eddie O'Leary's interview with... um Chapman when they talk about Apple's Jade, where she's going to run, and he says we're running her in the mares because she's not fast enough to win a champion hurdle. And I have absolutely no interest in winning a stayers hurdle. That was, my, that was, was Michael, rather it was, was it? It, was, it was
0: Michael. Wasn't sorry,
2: it? Michael. Michael, sorry. It was, Eddie. Yeah. Eddie's I mean, the one
0: who listens to the podcast, yeah, thankfully. And he yeah, he, no, Eddie, he would be I shocked to find was, out he made an appearance in at the races that he wasn't aware no, of. It was,
2: it was Michael, but it just cracked me up that it's like, do do you? Okay, so if you don't have any interest in winning the Stayers Hurdle, how come you have an interest in winning the Mayor's Hurdle? <laughs> but anyway, each to their own. Yeah, oh, it was
0: brilliant, it's was, it was great fun. Uh, I, I'm going to say that my highlight of the weekend was getting to hang out with Vanessa Ryle. Ah, stop. Who is just an absolute oh. class act. <laughs> uh, she really is. I know. I really enjoyed it, Vanessa. It was great. Um I, I great hadn't met fun. Serena Stack fun. before. She's terrific. <laughs> uh, and is producer she D Is also
2: very attractive, MS.
0: Uh, I don't know. You have to look at the photos inside for yourself. <laughs> uh, I, I think her boyfriend, Danny Mullins, listens to this podcast, and I don't want a black eye from him. So, uh, no, she's just a really nice person and producer D's great crack. And it was brilliant to meet so many Final foreign Podcast listeners, and I genuinely mean that. Thank you so, so much for all the kind words and for coming up to us and saying nice things. Kevin Blake, very, very briefly, your other highlights of note.
1: Um, that was it. Tower Bridge was great. Uh, pleasant yeah. surprise. Um, Enjoyed mm-hmm. that. Um, And I think we've covered everything else.
0: Which, by the way, Black Mirror, the new (laughs) season of Black Mirror on Netflix. (laughs) Get on it. Charlie Brooker uh, is a uh, genius.
1: Here come the actor, the actors, and the actresses' names that nobody knows.
0: Do you know who's in it actually? The guy. Like I don't care. Nobody does. Remember the remember uh, was it Landry in Friday Night Lights and the redhead? Oh yeah, I do know him actually. Yeah, yeah, Breaking he, Bad. He's in Breaking Bad as well. he's, he's in the um, he's in the first episode of the new series of it. He's, he's no, brilliant. No, no
1: more, no more.
0: He's brilliant. But that's all right. What box set are you currently watching?
2: I am watching Mad Men.
0: Ah, oh, okay. I actually never watched it.
1: Oh, it, it, what's, um, I'm going to do a Kennedy on it now. What's don't her have. name? No, the, the red-haired lady. Christine Hendricks. Yeah. She's fabulous. I mean, I don't know
2: any of them. All I know is that it's just great. Listener, it's great, easy watching. Listener, I am,
0: I am talking directly to you. I am talking directly to you, and I am asking you a favor. <laughs> right, I don't ask you for much. Kevin's always oh, asking yeah. you for five-star reviews, but I honestly, I, I don't ask you for much, but I'm going to ask you for this. Please tweet. Hashtag. Blake Loves Women. I would love it if oh. that started trending. It
1: won't happen, Kennedy.
0: Please. It won't happen.
1: From the bottom love of my man. heart, you know. I
0: implore you to tweet, Blake, Blake loves, loves Women. That's it. We're done. Uh, Vanessa and I are back on Friday. Shockingly, Kevin Blake won't be here, uh, I'm afraid to say. Kevin is going on holidays with producer TV. Kevin, tell
2: us what you're doing at the
0: weekend. No, 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 don't. <laughs> but it's, it's a well-deserved break, and, he, and the man puts in a huge amount of work that a lot of people don't see and uh, it's going to be weird not doing the show with. with it's going to be weird doing the show without him but at least we've got Vanessa Ryle yeah, for backup sec-
1: only the second time I've missed it in yeah. about three years yeah. It? Yeah.
0: You've, uh, you've, that you've was
1: also a, a trip away
0: you put in tremendous work some would say uh, that's it thank you so much for listening I hope you enjoyed it uh, I really really enjoyed the Dublin Racing Festival and it was great to meet so many people Ed Chamberlain's a legend Rich Richie's such a nice guy Graham Wiley's fantastic and our listeners are you're the best I mean that wholeheartedly you are the best listeners in the world.
1: We had some crack with them lads from Derry afterwards, didn't we? Oh,
0: lads, they're <laughs> brilliant. Those guys are f- are fantastic. Um, I
1: I'd, I rented out producer D to a fella called uh, Cahir. Uh, they're all from Derry, and um, uh, D D loves dance. She loves dancing, and I'm Off not, she and, went. I, and I'm not a dancer. Off she Cahir is uh, apparently an all Ireland Irish dancing champion. Oh oy,
0: oy. And
1: uh, we let him loose. I, I rented her out to him for for a very fair price. And they gave I it. I am so not it comfortable th- with this shot. They, they gave it socks, and it was it was some crack to
0: watch them. No, it was great. And look, the, the the entertainment afterwards at, at Leopardstown. But thank you so much for all the kind words on social media. Thank you so much for coming up to us and saying hello to us. We we really do appreciate it. Um, that is it. Vanessa Ryle and myself will be back with you on Friday as the twice weekly podcasts continue. Aye aye. Uh, and until then, from Kevin Blake. Good luck from Vanessa Ryle.
2: See you
0: later. And from Ian Kennedy. thank you so much for listening. We'll see you on Friday. Have a great week. God bless. Have you downloaded the free At The Races app yet? With easy-to-use race cards and form, expert daily tips, plus video replays and in-app betting. It's the app that no racing fan's phone should be without. Available for free on your iPhone or Android mobile. Visit attheraces.com forward slash app for more details.